And we want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, who is the sponsor of every Bruce Storm season one episode, and that is Double Take Promotional Marketing. Go to doubletakepromotionalmarketing.com and explore their swag. We're coming up on a new school year. Dan needs a new hoodie. Um, you should go, if, you, if you're looking at your hoodies and they just like look shitty, you should probably get some new hoodies, some new pendants, some new epic koozies, and no one is better in the business than the folks at Double Take Promotional Marketing. Go ahead and tell Matt that the folks from Enrollify sent you, uh, sent you his way, is what I meant to say. <laughs> and oh God, the IPA is kicking in. And, um, and he'll uh, give you a special promo. So thanks everyone for tuning in and we will see you next time. If Matt is watching, Cheers. we don't actually shoot this on a phone, by the way. Just, I feel like that's important. <laughs> <laughs>I have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Exactly. <laughs> There's at least like four people on the team that listen to the Bruce Storm. It's so right? unfortunate. Yeah. And we're like, damn, like everyone just like hates on Dan's fashion. On his fashion? Yeah. Tori told me that she was gonna have Dan chat with him because he admired your clothes. Oh, um... Did you hear that? Dan, you mean the Jordan? Other, Jordan, yeah. He admired Dan's clothes. Uh, yeah. And wanted to know where Dan shopped. And then I told her the story about how at the beginning of a couple of Bruce drums ago we were talking about your shacket. She was like, I don't know what a shacket is. I'm I don't, like, I don't actually it. think it's a super well-known term, but I feel like it's a very accurate term. Yeah, but I told her about it. He was like, oh, where, where'd you get it? And I was like, I don't remember, but it was a ladies' store. I remember that was kind of like the whole point <laughs> we were talking about it. Because they didn't have the color you wanted in men's. It's more of a, it's, it's just, it's European, you know? European, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. You well, know, they've got, they've got, like, guys' clothes now. Zara does. I think uh, they always have that. I'm talking about, the one we were talking about was Madewell. Madewell does have guys' clothes now. They do. No, but you said it was Zara. You said you... No, 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 that's another one of my oh, things. Oh, jeez, You have too many Gotta jackets. keep up. I got one from uh, Banana Republic, one from Zara, one from Madewell. Did you get those pants when you were in New York? These are from Target. Mm. I've had these Target. Where's York. your shirt from? <laughs> <laughs> this one is from ASOS. <laughs> ASOS, okay. Anyway, Tori, I hope you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I feel like we just have to keep, I feel like we always have to critique your fashion, like every episode now. We gotta critique your it's fashion. It's funny that we need a terrible fashion. shirt It is for, a terrible um, shirt for recording, for filming, right? you'll have all I, I thought about that. I had like no clean clothes. And, I don't know. Rough. I guess we, we're not trying to keep up with professional life. I guess we can just do t-shirts and stuff. You wore a hat two episodes ago, and I was like, hmm. All right. I guess we're letting it fly. I guess we feel like a mask, yeah. you know, a whole... 30 subscribers and so now yeah, we yeah. can like once you're famous you can do whatever you want <laughs> that we like once once you've made it it's like you're tired as well really would you rather watch a podcast where everyone's like in suits and stuff or watch a podcast i, I guess i've never really I've well i know but just too extreme i've never really paid, i've never really paid like attention to people shorts like and a t-shirt in like a yeah, podcast yeah. it would have been fun. one of us should have done like the steve jobs like jeans black shirt every day every, every day. time yeah. every yeah. well every so i was actually thinking about it uh this morning when i was getting dressed that i've now started um as of this morning started going back through the youtube and make sure i'm not repeating out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did that pretty early on because i don't have many long i hate long yeah. shirts i hate the way they feel my everything about them and so i wore all the nice ones i had 
if you look at the first couple, I think I went cut shirt, cut shirt, maybe a different cut shirt, and then I went like button down, button down, button down, and then yeah. I was like, I've worn my two cut shirts. I'm gonna wear a hoodie, and it's also worth. Well, I know we need fall, we need fall to get here, so we can actually like wear yeah. like jackets. Can we get stuff. a a Bruce Storm uh, sponsor for? From cuts, <laughs> from cuts. Oh, I wish. Dude. Get new shirts every time. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, shout out to cuts. Um, no JK, fans. just kidding. <laughs> no free ads. All right, what are we talking about today? I don't know. I feel TikTok? like we need to get the energy up. We need a good. Topic. Oh yeah, yeah. We need a good. Tick- good we can talk good about TikTok. 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 By the way, did you guys see my tweet about? Um, you probably. I don't know if you did, but shameless plug. <laughs> but around um, the email I got from AMA, oh, where they the do the hyphenated, hyphenated TikTok, yeah, TikTok. Oh, I was yeah, like, no. this is everything wrong with AMA. Yeah. And honestly, the people do the space, they do the I dash. Saw somebody said, oops, or had like the little um, gif of the monkey like that does the like, oh, oh yeah, 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 And I hovered over her profile and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe she works for AMA and like wrote that email. But she doesn't. No, she doesn't. I yeah, checked, yeah. 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 I, know. I, I did the same, I, I actually did <laughs> the same thing. Is really funny but I mean like it's okay to get like if you, if you don't know anything about social let alone like marketing it's okay to get that wrong if you work in social yeah. if you are the yeah. American Marketing Association and you get yeah. that wrong what does that say about you yeah. I'm sorry, it's bad. sorry yeah, but that's tough out yeah. with the old in with the new yeah hashtag enrollify membership I feel like soon to a theater near shameless you. plug to my own tweets <laughs> um, and you've been on a roll asked I like about tweets. if TikTok works for recruitment and I felt like a lot of it. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, did, you, did you hear that slurry? <laughs> Two episodes in a row, I just don't even get a chance to talk. Every time I talk, it's like, no, I'm still fighting this cold, so it's like sniffly. So anyways. So you combined the sniffle and the slurry so until you mega slurry. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, please continue, Shane. Anyway. You were talking about your Twitter it, game. It reminds yeah. me of, uh, was it Lion King when they would like slurp up the like bug? <laughs> What? You guys know what I'm talking about? Like yes, Akuna Matata yeah. when they got the like... Akuna Matata's not a person. No, no, no. Singing, it's like when they're singing Akuna Matata yeah. is when they're eating all the... What are Timon and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa, uh, Pumba. yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah, and uh... You're definitely Timon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, 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 anyway. Dude, that was a pretty impressive slurp though. I think you could use that like... We could, we could put that, that on in Artlist, the <laughs> or we could sell it on Artlist. Does Artlist uh, do sounds? Uh, like, yeah, they do. Sound? They do. All right. Well, well, you have to do an upgraded subscription. We don't have an update. Well, we can sell that slurp on Artlist. Yeah. Anyhow, that'd be, this might be the longest, worst intro we've had. Dude, I think this is great, man. Yeah, me I'm too. having I fun. Think it's, yeah, it's awesome. I don't think we started <laughs> recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tweeted about. TikTok as like a recruitment strategy and I feel like a lot of I try to find data on like how it's gone and it's all impression it's like the yeah. classic vanity stuff yeah. no conversion data no like here are the leads we can attribute anything my hypothesis is because one it doesn't work two it's all a ruse in the hype train yeah and I think people people often like oh well search TikTok is taking over a lot of search yeah yeah, but not for like what you do. So for higher ed specifically. Yeah, yeah. Like great, yeah, they're searching for restaurants and trends and life hacks and yeah. household projects and all these other things, but they're not looking up like colleges, education. How do I learn more about this? Like I think it's a little bit more B2C and so I'm skeptical that there's any way to make it truly work for, for higher ed. 
But I feel like we, hot take. I feel like we have to. That is a hot take. I feel like we also have to define like, what do you what do you really mean by legion? Because, like, there you can find out the amount of times that I see a product or see uh, an idea on like uh, TikTok or Instagram, and then go Google something, and then I might like fill out a form. Then mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't see their like Facebook ad. I didn't see them. I didn't even see their Instagram ad. I might have seen somebody talk, like an influencer or whatever, talking about them in a reel or on or on TikTok. And so I feel like where the lines get really blurry is, sure, maybe like conversion from like the app to a landing page on your site is low and hard to do. But I would still argue that if discovery happens there and conversion happens after. TikTok can still be used as, but you I can still categorize it as so Legion. It's so misaligned with what people are on TikTok for that it doesn't actually do anything. Meaning, yeah. you're advertising in a space where nobody's looking for information about what you're advertising on, which is, I think, different than like a LinkedIn, for example, where it's professional first, it's very like business oriented, it's meant to be about career advancement and like sharing all these other you know professional stories. It makes sense to have a lot of higher ed advertising on there. TikTok seems a little different. It could be like a chicken or egg kind of situation where, you know, (laughs) where no one's like, I mean, no one's doing good higher ed marketing. I think, first of all, you know, higher ed doesn't do like cutting edge, incredible marketing in the first place. Hot take. And and then second of all, zero percent. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about our. uh, Anyway, um, and then. So if, oh, I completely lost Sorry. my train of thought. It's okay. It's it's. You're very, talking about higher ed not doing good marketing, yeah, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, why would people go looking for like stuff about higher ed on TikTok if there's not anything good about it anyway? I feel like so far the things I've seen be most successful on TikTok have been like the small businesses where they're making TikToks about their mm-hmm. you know product or their business, or it's like you know. Maybe it's like fashion or something where people are making TikToks about the products and whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like you don't have people talking about necessarily universities or colleges or institutions on TikTok. And you don't also have any schools really doing good TikTok. So then why would anyone go to TikTok looking for anything? Because there's not like... I don't think they're going great. Well, so if, if schools maybe were doing better job on TikTok, then maybe that would like, you know, instigate more of a community of people talking about it on the platform. There's not enough presence. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, yeah, so I'm going to take the contrarian view here um, for a couple of reasons. Good, otherwise this episode would end. (laughs) (laughs) One, one, I feel like, I mean, so like college talk, right, for example, has grown exponentially. There Mm -hmm. are schools that are doing TikTok well. They are few and far between. I think of Colorado School of Mines, they're doing like a kick-ass job on TikTok. Obviously, like University of Florida is doing really cool stuff. From a lead gen standpoint, of course, it's hard to, I have no idea. I think that that data is really important and is premature. However, what I will say is that I think people might not be searching for college information on TikTok. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, if there's any been any like meaningful trending search that has any real relevance to higher ed. But if they're using it, for example, to like, you know, those those TikToks on like salary transparency where they go and they say, hey, like, who are you? Like, yeah, how much yeah. you make? Like, where do you work? All this stuff. I think colleges could advertise after those t- 
types of TikToks, right? So it's like, hey, someone's watching how much somebody makes in, in they're they're an engineer living in Northern Virginia. How much are they making? Right after that, if you're a master's program, having an ad that was like, hey, by the way, we're in, you know in in DC in the DC metro area. Our graduates, on average, make X after getting a master's in engineering or whatever it is. So I think like there, it, it, it's maybe a, a little bit of like a contrary, like a, a little bit of a different approach that you would take to like Facebook advertising. Also, mm -hmm. TikTok advertising is just like not as robust yet. It's still early. Mm -hmm. But I think that the more important question is like where is attention going, right? So if attention is in a platform and is only increasing on a platform, even if it's not, even if it's not the best tool for lead gen at this juncture it's like the early days of facebook it will get there yes and no nobody talks about youtube what do you mean i think from 18 to 29 ages 91 percent of people in the u.s are on youtube daily yeah and the and tiktok and no, trends are not that far behind that if if at all behind that i think they're like 40 50 percent no, no, of, of of people in that demographic. Yeah, on TikTok. All right, we they should we should we should, we should check that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We should we should check this. We should fact check this. We need a fact checker. We're almost That's at that the, point. I, so, <laughs> back to my tweet game. Tweeted out today my top three like Google searches because they were just the yeah. most scattered random things, and one of them was TikTok usage in the U.S. I also found four different. All right, let's Google this right now and keep talking. Keep different. talking. Well, my my point is, you're gonna Google and you're gonna find four Tick. different answers. Well, that's like that's probably for YouTube too. I but mean, they're very, very different. TikTok it's from as low as usage. like twenty-one percent to as high as like sixty percent, which is why I'm pretty confident. I would. Near I would believe if you are correct that YouTube is um, like more popular than TikTok as far as broadly. Um, it's probably just like the people who are using the TikTok. Oh God, <laughs> using TikTok are using it. All right, this says so much this says eighty percent use TikTok daily. What age? For all users. It says all users. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, come yeah, on, yeah, most yeah, of those are going to be yeah, 18 yeah. to 20 some odd, or 16 to some, some odd. 29 for the. They broke it down into different demographics, oh, too. I think the. Well, okay. So TikTok advertising, too. One thing to its credit, if you're going after undergrad, is you can target 13 to 17 year olds on TikTok. Yeah, which you can't do on Which you can't do on any of the other major platforms. Yeah, so uh, TikTok will reach. Yeah, okay. Because I think yeah, 13 I mean, to 17 was really high. It was like, like a, I don't remember what I saw, but I think it was in the 70s. And then it was like 18 to 25, was that like 32%? Yeah. Oh, this is out of 100 of their total demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was something like 26% was that next bracket of like 30 to 35. So in, ter in terms of like monthly users, TikTok has more than a billion users per month, according to Influencer Marketing Hub. Mm-hmm. And while well, YouTube has over 2 billion uh, users per month. So twice as many people on YouTube than on TikTok per month. Which again makes sense because also that demographic is also like, there's a lot of young kids, like really young kids, five, oh, yeah. six, seven, eight year olds that like watch YouTube and like that's oh, where yeah. they go for entertainment. So, but okay, to, to your point, I think it's valid. I think that like we can have a conversation about like, is YouTube or, or TikTok a better Legion play right now? I think if we're being true to the core topic, it's like sticking with TikTok, right? Um, is it could it be a viable solution for for lead gen? And I would just say it's still it's still a little too early to know that, but I do think it can. I do think it is. Yeah. And again, maybe it's not in app like maybe it's not like Facebook lead ad equivalent like sure. conversions. But like the amount of times I see something 
And then, and it's not, it's not even just me. Like I remember, um, but I totally COVID, get it. Yeah. For products. It makes way more sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. But I you think could say that that's like, true for Instagram. It's true for Facebook. I think it's true for literally I have the same take for Instagram. I don't hire. I just shouldn't advertise. <laughs> not on Instagram and not on TikTok. I don't think. I think but I mean, it's still in again, it, unless it, it depends on your institution. I think if you're already somewhat of like a hype train, big name school, maybe it makes a little sense. University of Florida, right? You have a yeah. you know division one program. You're amazing at softball, baseball, football. Like you have these things that you can kind of, and you know, your campus is amazing. You have all these things you can kind of build on and you're a national brand, whether you, you know, know it or not. Whereas a smaller school in the Midwest, not even that much smaller yeah. than Florida. Like, what's it, uh, Kent State in Ohio, they're huge. Yeah. But like, you're not a national brand. Yeah. yeah if you go yeah. ask people in Florida, you ever heard of Kent State? They'd be like, no. If you ask people in Ohio, have you ever heard of Florida? They'd be like, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. So I feel like that, it's like, how do we maximize our brand presence? Yeah. TikTok's a really good one. Yeah. If you're looking for like, how do we grow our brand presence? I don't think TikTok's the place for you. Oh, I totally disagree. Unless you have amazing content creators, and I just it, well maybe I feel know. like that might be the only way to actually like be successful on TikTok is if you're actually investing in say content creators, like taking more of a traditional ads approach. Yeah, probably yeah. isn't the way to actually yeah. be successful at TikTok marketing because you don't have that kind of lead gen. Also, people are not going to be watching your ads; they'll be scrolling by like, also, yeah. immediately. People suck at making ads. You know who's really yeah, yeah. good at uh, TikTok ads is um. Oh God! What are they? Not not Uber Eats, but um, DoorDash. DoorDash TikTok ads. Have you seen them at all? Mm, These are maybe. ads trying to get people to be dashers. Uh-huh. Um, oh, I think I have. There are several that have been like really, really Is good. Is it like the Why I Dash like, thing? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and it feels yeah. it feels almost like a little mini like movie, like a little mm -hmm. mini story yeah. of like who this person is, what they do, and like why they dash. Um, and that's really, really well done. But I do feel like it's few, it's few and far between. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but so I was talking to this gentleman who's I forget his name. He was a really smart guy. Dang. Sorry, really he's smart guy. Doesn't he make something up? When I make something point. up, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do do that sometimes. But in this case, <laughs> in this case, um, there's a guy from Colorado School of Mines um, who actually he moved on. What is his name? I will I will find his name. Anyhow, and I'll give him a shout out in the show notes. One of the things he talked about, like, because measurement is also still really hard, mm -hmm. especially with like your VPs and, and other stakeholders. And impressions and like reach are like cool if you're like a marketer and you know how hard it is to create content that actually like reaches that many people. Again, if you're an administrator or if you're an enrollment manager and you're looking at numbers at the end of the day, who cares about how many impressions your TikTok got, right? Um, but so one of the things he did is he and his team started creating like really niche content. And then the way that they measured their, um, their the results of their campaign is they assessed like, okay, what were the, uh, from a search standpoint, what were the key, did, did we see any meaningful traction or in, any meaningful growth in these particular keywords or topics that people would organically search for on Google during the period of time where our TikTok campaign was running. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that they like, measured success yeah. and again that's also still hard to do you don't right. know definitively yeah. but if you've been averaging like 20 searches per month on like engineering programs you know top rated engineering programs and all of a sudden you're averaging 200 a month yeah. right and the only meaningful difference was your TikTok campaign i think that is one way to measure success yeah yeah and i think that, i mean yeah brand lift i think in general is a hard thing to measure but 
obviously when there's a huge disparity like that it becomes easier i feel like again the, the smaller schools are smaller for a reason like going back to your earlier point about the um it's a the niche, salaries yeah. right yeah. it's like okay great you can say these higher salaries well you can only say that if your graduates are getting higher salaries yeah but that's true for any market that's true average. for all markets that's what i'm saying yeah. so so your your ability to tout yourself in a video first like highly kind of whether it's just like stat driven or just like you have you have three seconds to like say a thing yeah. say the next thing say the next thing if you don't have those like power statements that you can make about your university what are you gonna our campus is great our faculties fun like but that's true for I, i'd say there are a lot of boring products out there like in general and like like right. think about, the, the think about insurance companies pa- insurance companies fast, though well but, you need insurance though Sure, you in theory need higher education, and maybe that's up for debate a little bit. But I'd still yeah. say, by and large, people think of that as like an. I think so. Sorry, I should have clarified earlier. I think for grad student recruitment, this is oh okay way well, yeah, worse. Because, Undergrad, yeah. I still I'm not sold. I mean, that's just an audience. Yeah, that's just because the users aren't there. Hmm. Yeah, even undergrad, I'm not. This isn't like a. Yes, still do it. Still I think you're totally wrong, but, but this is a good conversation. I'm okay. excited to be wrong. Um, because- and, but but I think your initial point that TikTok as like a legion platform right now is is not great. I think most people would agree with that because it's a hard thing to uh, attribute. But I think it's more of a attribution problem than it is a real legion problem. And I would say the in-app tools are not yeah. optimized for advertisers right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a legion. I would say challenge across the board from. Getting the leads to reporting on the leads is, I think, will always be a challenge. Well, okay, that's maybe, true for any platform. Yeah. The, the volume is just much higher on others where you still get something and it's like, great, TikTok's too new, it's hard to measure. What I am super interested in, so a former colleague of ours who's now at Purdue is running an undergrad legion campaign. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Um, at, I said, Purdue University. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that will be a good, they're a pretty well known school. Yeah. If, if Purdue can't, can't happen, make it, yeah, yeah. it's going to be tough for everybody else unless you're... And they have an incre- incredible content team. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, quick couple questions. Um, first for you. Have you ever clicked... Because I assume your alternative and why you brought up YouTube is like maybe YouTube is a better platform to be advertising on when it, if you have to pick between YouTube and TikTok and you have to... Your goal is lead gen. Have you ever converted on... Like, have you ever clicked an ad on YouTube and converted on it in a meaningful way? Because I see it all the time. You have? Okay, Okay. that's interesting. Okay, and do you remember what the ad, like what the company was or the product was? Um, I've talked about this in the past, probably not on this podcast, but the the most meaningful ad I've ever seen in my life was for um, Be A Match or something. I think that's the organization, and it's a bone marrow donor platform that like you Uh submit your like, like a spit sample and it like analyzes your DNA. And I saw an ad that was so compelling. Like at the end of the ad, I literally clicked it, signed up, and was like, "Wow, this is like so so amazing." I know I've clicked on like there are products that I click on sometimes um, <clears throat> on YouTube, um, but it's I I do actually no I I do click on YouTube ads enough because sometimes I want to like share the ad so I can save the ad for myself. Mm. And like share the link to it to you know send to myself, um, and I think they got rid of that feature, feature. recently. Yeah. And so I've I've noticed that I missed that feature. So huh. hmm. I do do it a fair amount on YouTube. 
Yeah. I don't know what if I, I feel like you YouTube. convert on YouTube ads. No, yeah. not on pre-roll YouTube ads. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm there to watch a particular video. Yeah, I'm not like somebody that's on YouTube that's just like, what do I feel like watching? I don't yeah. know. Let me just pick something. Yeah. It's more of like, oh, I want to watch this thing. Yeah. Then I go into the rabbit hole and spend until 2 a.m. watching random videos. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like the in, like in video YouTube ads. Yeah. Where they're doing a, like, you know, in movies when you like see a Doritos bag and you're like that placed there that was not like an accident product yeah. placement in yeah. that in actual youtube videos that's done well or like shout outs from you know if you're watching i think we discussed it before i'm a big like video podcast just like to like watch the way people interact um if they promote something and then they do like the little you know hollow box that kind of links to their website and their you know discount code whatever i'll open in a new tab and i'll go check it out after yeah. If it's something interesting. That's so interesting. I never click on like the mid. Oh, really? Like the actual like sponsored. It's so much easier because I don't want to interrupt what I'm doing. Like that's yeah, my yeah. big thing with ads. If like it's before the video, I haven't even gotten to the video yet. I'm not yeah. going to click away from the video. I just intentionally yeah. search to watch yeah. to go look at your ad. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I think the reason why I generally don't like look into the ads of the sponsors is because I feel like it's usually less targeted and a lot of times it's like a generic app or a game or like, you know, Squarespace, I'm already on Squarespace. Like a lot of like these, you know, they're, they're you're on, on social. Yeah, if you're on social enough, you yeah, see yeah. the like companies yeah, and yeah. the ads that like, okay, I've seen that everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. They're just spamming everything and hoping they're playing the volume game. Right, but I feel like some of the like pre-roll ads and whatnot, like, I don't know, they can be more diverse and sometimes better targeted to where I feel like I'm more often to click on the actual ads. But if you're watching the same video, for example, so you're watching the, I don't even know, I'm trying to think of, Martin Scorsese starts a podcast, a video podcast, and he's promoting video equipment. And he was like, this piece of equipment's amazing. Highly recommend it. The mics are great. They don't cut out. <laughs> they don't cut out low bar. No one else will get that. You'll get it. Um, you know, highly recommend. You wouldn't be like, oh, let me check that out. Like, yeah. it's a, you're watching that video because you respect his opinion on yeah, yeah. No, you're right. video. You're right. And I feel like that makes more sense because it's a regular podcast yeah. you watch, not like, let me go watch a random podcast I've never seen before. Oh, yeah. they're promoting that's this fair. thing. That has nothing to do with me. Like, yeah. that's just as random as the other pre roll ads. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like this? I, I mean, the point <laughs> of this. I mean, this is give Shane a little bit of time to talk about why he thinks YouTube is a better platform for people to be marketing yeah. on right now. I still feel like what never, we haven't done. Said that. Just that you, people you spend say, more time on YouTube, okay, way more time okay, on YouTube well, well, than okay, TikTok. Fine, fair, fair, fair. I also fair. don't think YouTube's good for the same reason. I don't. Really but I think it. I think it I is think for under, YouTube like, is the gold standard. You can't. First of all, I think if you're thinking from graduate student recruitment lens, it's also like, like that's not. A lot of people that are listening to this are probably at the undergraduate level, anyways, yeah, yeah. and so like, and that's where all the money is, and that's mm -hmm. where you can actually afford to spend on new on new places, and where you can afford to spend on creative. Um, and I feel like it's really about like where is attention going. Like I, I understand that the platform might not be like perfectly optimized for lead ads or whatever right now, and maybe these people who are spend a lot of time, probably all day, thinking about these things way more than we do realize that, hey, just copying Facebook's like approach to advertising mm -hmm. may not be the best approach, right? So yeah. they're thinking a little bit differently about how their, their offerings for advertisers and whatnot already. So at the end of the day, I feel like it's just like, it's less about like, do you need to be on these platforms that are 
harnessing the attention of gener- the next generations in very meaningful ways. Mm-hmm. And the, the better question is like, what is the most effective way to be on these platforms? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like anyone listening, like if someone walks away from this conversation thinking like, they don't need a presence or they don't need to care about TikTok or YouTube, I I oh, feel like no, yeah, I feel like that's, that's like a, a like that's that's meaningfully wrong. Like that's that's yeah. a terrible conclusion to come to. Yeah. What I do think though is like these these platforms. I mean, YouTube's been around for forever, but TikTok in particular, it's like Facebook in 2011, where like organic reach was is still a thing. There's a lot of opportunity. The people that build really strong brand presences brand presence now have a stronger likelihood of holding on to that at least for you know, a, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And the people that wait because lead gen isn't, isn't incredibly obvious at this exact moment, I feel like are gonna have to play catch up in the same way that many schools had to play catch up for when oh, Facebook yeah, yeah. All, all of a sudden dropped organic reach to like 1%. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, I- No, I agree with yeah. that. I would say on the, on the other extreme is somebody walking away going, well, everybody's attention's going to TikTok. I just need to be on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, it's a stupid reason on to a do platform anything. and be just like, well, we got to put out a video on TikTok, and yeah, we got yeah. every week we got to do something because it's TikTok and that's where attention's going, and then people put out poor quality, th- and where it's just like, I don't think you realize the, the harm you're almost doing to your brand rather than like really elevating it with well thought out once a month content yeah. better than once a week when it's you know crappy and. How can you really make something, again, to the schools that can't be like, we have amazing salary or all these other things. Like, you can't rely on maybe some of the metrics that some of the top schools are. That's why you're probably not a top school. There are still people that aren't gonna get to the top schools that are looking to go somewhere. Like, how can you connect with those people? I think figuring out what that is and then being able to create content that speaks to them, that's way harder to be on, it's way harder. But you have to do it. I think is still is still valuable, but yeah, measuring it, it's gonna be so hard. And then I feel like, yeah, generating, doing lead measurement for it will be harder than it ever was for Facebook, for yeah. LinkedIn, yeah. for Google, for all these other like major players. It's kind of now gotten to a point where like, all right, we got it all. TikTok yeah. might be going in that direction. That could be two years away. Yeah, You can't just throw money at something for two years and have no idea how it's going. So, so, so what yeah. are you gonna measure? What I would just argue is yes, I, I, that's, a really good, that's a really good question. And I think it's more about being very disciplined around like how are we going to evaluate the success of the mm-hmm. time put here. Right now, the success cannot be measured easily by new you know, prospects that are generated or new inquiries that are generated from, from TikTok campaigns necessarily we'll see what you know the results of produce campaigns are and how they're measuring it but like what you could do is you could say hey what we're trying to do over the next like six months is we're trying to determine what are the content topics that work best on this platform that also align with our strategic plan as an organization so for example like people could start putting out content right maybe maybe you really want to you know increase your reputation as a school that we were talking about like becoming a pilot right like there's a lot of there's a, there's a shortage of pilots right now maybe you've got a program actually Kent State like mm-hmm. has this program right maybe you want to increase your just brand awareness uh, uh, and really your your objective is will more people know about our program than they did before maybe you measure that by increasing uh, 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 organic search around relevant topics or keywords maybe you assess this by doing a, a survey to X number of prospects like 
Ooh, that was loud. <laughs> that some of our prospects, right, that, that may have interacted with that campaign as they thought mm -hmm. about your, your school, et cetera. So there are ways, albeit like difficult, to still measure like brand impact and brand reach. Um, but I think it's, yeah, what am I saying? What I'm basically saying is there are ways to measure this stuff. I think the most disciplined marketers will communicate to leadership that like, we're not measuring this in terms of lead gen, but we're also not just measuring this in terms of like overall impressions and reach. Mm -hmm. What we're really trying to answer are these like three questions. And question one is around what is the content that works best on this platform? Question two, which of our programs are at, does it actually make sense to advertise for, if any, on this platform? And then three, like what is like the, you know, what is the kind of 30, 60, 90, or really like one year, two year, three year, like intention for time spent mm -hmm. on this platform? Do we need to start thinking through building a team of TikTok specialists or do we really need to start thinking through, let's build a team of storytellers so that regardless if we spend more time on, uh, you know, TikTok or YouTube, we've got a team of individuals who are like really good at telling, you know, visual stories. Yeah. I feel like what's gonna be really hard for a lot of schools, like the ROI conversation, is still kind of like just happening at some universities, right? Yeah. And so like, potentially you're asking a couple of people to skip that whole conversation and go to like, hey, we're gonna do this thing and measure it these different ways. That's gonna be really hard. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. It's gonna be really hard for some schools slash people to grasp um, when they're used to the like, okay, what is the ROI? Like, show me, bottom line, they just got there last year. Yeah. Of like, show me the ROI of ad spend to leads based on platform, all these other things, and like, kind of just get adjusted. And then it's like, well, actually, not drop that, but like, we're also moving on to this other thing. Here's how we're gonna measure this. And it seems like it's kind of chaotic and all over the place. And I feel like maybe, potentially, a lot of people in leadership that might be a little bit more, um, seasoned uh, <laughs> might not be as open to it as you know everybody in the room except for this person might feel like yep that's probably good but they're the decision maker you know but, what else can yeah. you bring to the table to convince that person like no 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 this is how we need to do things moving forward again I'm not disagreeing with you um, I think that's just gonna be a tough conversation for a lot of people to have yeah I mean I think the way that you approach this is like thinking about your own programs like most schools have like a flagship program, if mm -hmm. not multiple like flagship programs, and the kind of marketing attention and like resources that your flagship programs need compared to your other programs, like it, it's just not the same. You might have a kick-ass faculty member that's like really good at promoting your, you know, creative, um, your fine arts program or something like that. And maybe you have a top-rated fine arts program that particular program might not need as much marketing attention as other programs. And so in, in the same way, like, but it, does, it still needs support. It still needs some way of measuring, you know, the impact that it does get. What is, what is that return? So I think in, in like a similar fashion when it comes to channel strategy, right, it, it's really important to understand like, hey, TikTok is like a baby right now. Like there's a ton of attention. It's really hard to measure impact. But like it's a playground that we have to be like playing on. Mm -hmm. So here is how we're going to think about whether or not we should be spending more time, less time, or an equivalent amount of time on this platform over the next six months. And this is what we're gonna hold ourselves accountable to. Versus Facebook, it's a very seasoned platform. It's been around for a really, really, really long time. Schools should have a really good sense of like cost per lead on Facebook campaigns and be able to determine based off of that cost per lead what should we be spending, you know, this academic cycle? 
And so I, just, I think at the end of the day, the best marketers will have to find ways to communicate to leadership, like what stage of like what we're ta- like what stage is the channel at? What stage of these camp like what is this campaign's ultimate like goal? Um, and every ultimate goal can't be to increase enrollment, and every yeah, ultimate right. goal can't be to increase you know donations from from alums, right? Mm-hmm. It's really got to be it's got to be really specific to the maturity of the channel. And then also, yeah, like what are the what are the strategic marketing priorities of an organization? Maybe Facebook is totally dried up, or maybe you're an institution that like for whatever like you have a very strong sense uh, a strong stance against Facebook, and your faculty have been very public about yeah. its harms and yada yada yada. Yeah. Maybe you don't want to spend any money on Facebook this next academic year. Where is that money going, and how are you going to help other people understand that the are you know the the leads that you get from these other channels? just aren't going to be the quantity that you're used to yeah. generating from something like Facebook. Yeah. And that's okay that's because we made, yeah. we made a stance and we say we're not gonna do this. Yeah, there are a lot of major institutions that are moving away from Facebook. Like entirely. For principal reasons yeah. and moral reasons, less so than it doesn't work. Yeah. Like, and I think, yeah, that's a good point. Like, okay, you're kind of confined to Google now. Like, I think we've all probably come to the conclusion Twitter really isn't the platform to be advertising on. So if you're not moving into TikTok and you're saying no to Facebook and Instagram, you're left with Google and yeah. that's, you know, that really kind of boxes you in compared to everybody else and what are you doing to kind of supplement that, you know, advertising that you were doing with Facebook and Instagram um, to again, really hit that exposure. And I think that's where, again, it comes back to the eyeballs of like, well, you gotta be on one of the platforms that's getting all the eyeballs. And yeah, I'd just be curious what smaller institutions that don't have national rankings that don't have amazing campuses, huge outcome things that are worth shouting from the rooftops, how they leverage TikTok. And this is not, I'm not being pessimistic. I'm generally curious what they do to like really leverage themselves as a place that prospective students want to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because it's such a, it's, you know, you can spend weeks tweaking like the copy and like the creative for like a Facebook traffic ad or a Facebook lead ad. Right. And a lot of people can weigh in, a lot of people can review, um, and the targeting is incredible. You just, it's its not just like 10x, it's like 100x, if not 1,000x more challenging yeah. to put together a video oh, that yeah. does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Dan, from a video standpoint, we'll end on this. What would you like to see in a TikTok ad by a school mm. that would just make you stop and watch? Don't have to click, yeah. don't have to convert, don't have to do anything. <clears throat> You'd stop and watch and be like, oh, that's cool. I mean, thinking about the kind of TikTok ads that you know school would put together, I even think about like, if you were boasting about your top, you know, stats and your big salaries that your grads are getting or whatever, I wonder like how well that would actually do compared to, and just like a generic video, like not a lot of like creative effort put into it compared to say let's say it's one of those like you know more boring schools that Mm. doesn't have as much to brag about but if they're putting out content that's telling more of like the story of their campus the story of their students and like a little bit more of like a personal you know storytelling having a team of storytellers like I feel like because not a lot of people are putting effort into it, I wonder if there's more of like a leveling 
of the playing field on TikTok because maybe the, the smaller schools can come in, tell a really great story that people will actually be interested in like mm-hmm. watching compared to just like the stats. Like no one's on TikTok for stats. They're there yeah. for like, you know, I guess, equipping. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably true of what they've been doing on every platform actually. So true. maybe that point's null and void in that on Facebook, they still can't tout these yeah, stats. On Google, true. they still can't tout yeah. these stats. Like. They're kind of left yeah. to what they know or what they've seen work on other platforms. Yeah. Or if they haven't seen it work, like, hey, reinvent yourself a little bit. Try these other yeah. things. Yeah, I do I do think the challenge of TikTok though, compared to like Facebook, like Facebook, I think that the overall quality of content is lower. You're not yeah. looking at like really great stuff all yeah. the time when you're scrolling through your feed. When you're looking, you know, scrolling through TikTok. You're just looking at funny video after funny video after funny video, and like that's a lot to compete with. So I feel like that is like the fundamental challenge of TikTok, and probably why most yeah. schools have not been able to be successful. Yeah, but it is a good. Mi- you need to be a good mix, I would think. Yeah, creative marketing at the same time, but also like funny. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's the general. People go to. I think of TikTok very similar to the way I think of like Vine. Of like I'm on here really to be entertained first. Yeah. Any learning that happens, that's a bonus. It's a yeah, yeah. But like that's not why I'm here. Right. Um, and yeah, I think the schools that can really leverage funny. I'm every school has hilarious students that are like you know. Yeah. Let's say obnoxious just yeah. for the sake of it. And like they would be <coughs> hilarious. And at the very least, like you know, some people it's not for them. Other people are like you know. I want to go to school like those are the types of people I want to be around versus the our outcomes of this that and people are like yeah yeah some people don't care about that either and like you're gonna get a mixed bag but what I my like last hot take before we wrap is that you know how everyone's like <laughs> students like don't care about like polished content like students like just want like you know authentic content and like they just want like Dan in his bedroom talking to his camera I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it. I, I understand how that can work, but I think if a school really wanted to stand out based off of what you were just saying even a second ago, produce freaking kick-ass, oh, high-quality yeah. TikToks. Bring your entire video team, you know, record vertically, right? Yeah, vertically. <laughs> <laughs> I always get vertical. Like, no, I always get it's vertical. Ver- vertical and horizontal. And I, can, it's, I can't get it right. Sorry, I, I concept, always have to think through it. Anyway. Look at Horizon. Horizon. Ah, oh, there we go. I struggled yeah. in fourth grade as well. <laughs> in fifth grade as well, yeah. Fourth, fourth grade? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, numbers no, are thinking but, <laughs> but my point is, if a school invests the amount of money they'll invest in like, oh, a yeah. brand video, they just take that and they do that over the course of 10 TikTok videos, the quality of it, like I think about oh, the TikTok yeah. you and your buddy Sam made yeah. during like the offset, like during the start of COVID, that was such a contrast to everything else on the platform. It was so well produced and it sure it took a shit ton of time. Yeah. But that's the contrast. Yeah. I don't but know why people aren't doing that. I think, I think it's also, if you have people thinking about this, like if you don't have the right creative team who's trying to put together something that's too polished and trying to put together something without enough personality and with not enough like actual humor and like, catchiness. I was gonna yeah, say yeah, there's, there's a huge highly I think produced. People, people yeah. Highly produced, but 
the totally authenticity yeah. and like shitty production yeah, are shitty not content. the same. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can yeah, be 100%. super authentic and have a high quality video. Yeah, yeah. But even I'd like, like to yeah. think that this podcast is authentic in that like we are not pulling punches. We're not not saying things that we don't want to say. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's yeah more highly, highly produced. produced. Um, it could just be on like whereas like we could just yeah. have our phone and be like let's uh, bicker yeah, yeah. about these things yeah. and like. As we're walking down the we street, it's like that's gonna phone. be <laughs> that's gonna be shitty and annoying, and nobody's gonna watch it because yeah. it's it's just like it's a headache to look at versus something that's nicely produced. <clears throat> but you can tell that people are just like being themselves. So much different. And all yeah. I'm saying is like, if you want to stand out on TikTok, when a lot of the other content, I mean, and, and like I would even argue that a lot of like the TikTok content, people have like lights and shit to make them oh, look, yeah. like it looks perfect as professional as you can be with your phone. So if a school just spent a little bit more money on like their setup, but still had the storytelling that was totally like congruent with what else you'd expect on the platform, yeah, I guarantee you'll see higher retention on your videos yeah. simply because yeah. it's such a contrast. I I do I feel like there is something, and I don't think this is this is a polished idea, but there is something to bringing in actual students who understand the platform and understand the students that they're trying to like reach to actually formulate and come up with the concepts for the videos 100 percent. that's yeah, the other thing is they're your judges you don't yeah. want some 50 year old dude yeah. that's worked in higher ed for 20 years to be like here's the video i think we should create yeah. and it's like buddy you don't know what you're talking about why don't we let the people that were prospective students a year ago yeah. make this video they know what the 17 year old yeah. 18 year old wants and even if it's a shitty video like at least it like feels like it's coming from a good place yeah. whereas like if yeah. you see a shitty video that obviously like some old person is made, then like, right. you can tell. And yeah. it's just so much more uncomfortable. That's the classic, like, you're trying to be here because you know eyeballs are here, yeah, not yeah. because you think this is exactly. valuable. But. Yeah, it's like every once in a while you're on TikTok and you see like an ad that is horizontal and not vertical. Have you ever seen that? It's uh, like yeah. a school that like uploads their like video, yeah, like their like yeah, promo yeah. video or whatever, their brand video. And it's just like, uh, oh my gosh, you just hurt yourself. Yeah. Like, you just told the entire world that you don't understand this. Platform. I'm sure if you click to their website, it's the same video that's in their banner. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, gentlemen. Well, good conversation. We want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, who is the sponsor of every Bruce Storm season one episode, and that is Double Take Promotional Marketing. Go to doubletakepromotionalmarketing.com and explore their swag. We're coming up on a new school year. Dan needs a new hoodie. Um, you should go if you, if you're looking at your hoodies and they just like look shitty. You should probably get some new hoodies, some new pendants, some new epic koozies. And no one is better in business than the folks at Double Take Promotional Marketing. Go ahead and tell Matt that the folks from Enrollify sent you uh, sent you his way is what I meant to say. <laughs> and oh god, the IPA is kicking in. And um, and he'll uh, give you a special promo. So thanks everyone for tuning in, and we will see you next time. If Matt is watching, Cheers. we don't actually shoot this on a phone, by the way. Just I feel like that's important. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, honestly. Wow. And I'll do the porky the pig. The left <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good.